The tremendous football Thursday edition of You Better You Bet rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, great to be here with you on the BetQL network. 60 more minutes for us today on Stadium, but two more hours of the show. And over the course of the next 60 minutes, Joey Kanish, baby, he stops by in 20 minutes. Kanish will give us bets for the NFL this weekend and for college football bowl games. We look forward to that. And uh, otherwise, we're going to talk a lot of NFL awards here. We'll get the Defensive Player of the Year, which continues to be and has been for the entire season, uh, a three-man race. We will get a three-man race. And we'll talk some offensive rookie of the year as well. Is, is it possible that C.J. Stroud could be caught in this market? You know, if he, like, doesn't play in games, he's does, unlikely to play this Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. We'll give you a little bit of on that. We'll get the comeback player of the year and coach of the year as we move along as well. Power Hour, final hour. We'll feature all our bets for tonight. NBA, College Hoops, National Hockey League, Side total and props with the Rams and the Saints. But for now, Jake, please bring the music back up and let's continue our conversation here on NFL Awards. As we, we're on award tour, as we stand on the precipice of week, week, week 16 in the NFL. Easy for me to say. All right, Ken, defensive player of the year, the same three players atop the betting market. Micah Parsons, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt. Our prices this week, Parsons, even money favorite, plus 100. It's interesting because they just got steamrolled by Buffalo. Miles Garrett, second choice, plus 155. And TJ Watt of your Pittsburgh Steelers, plus 400. There are other players obviously listed, like Deron Bland and Josh Allen of the Jaguars and Daniel Hunter and Nick Bosa, Max Crosby, Aiden Hutchinson, etc. But really, it's a three-man race. How do we handicap it now, Ken, as we approach Week 16 with uh, Parsons, Garrett, and Watt? I mean, this this got really weird, right? Let's be honest. Like, this got... This got really weird. And what I mean by that is they all stopped doing stuff. And I know Watt ended up having a pretty good game uh, <laughs> in the non-concussion game. But, like, you know, production, all three players, the production was through the roof from, like, a raw output standpoint, sacks. And then it's kind of plateaued, especially for Parsons and for Garrett. Garrett got injured, obviously. Uh, hurt his shoulder, but he's still playing. And it's really kind of, like, mangled up like how you how you're supposed to think about this because now you're like, all right, like where every week you just go like where where are we this week with this like and it's uh, you know we don't obviously have any reliable polling as we go throughout we I think know with absolute certainty that Garrett was ahead at the midway point we don't know by how much obviously there's no like formal poll conducted and we wait for the Tom Pelissero executive poll that actually came out on this exact day last year the Thursday uh, before whatever the third to last week of the year. Uh, no such poll release today. I would imagine that's a tomorrow or next, probably a next week thing, get it on the middle of the week. And maybe that can provide some, like, honestly, here's the market that's dying for clarity about, okay, you have these three great players. All three play basically the same position. They've all accumulated about the same number of raw stats. Watt leads the three in sacks, but his team's the worst and team success is a driving part of this. It's like, it has to be a part of the handicap dying for clarity it's a very subjective conversation and the people that are going to be subjective we have no idea how they feel that makes it really tough to bet um do i disagree with the order even a little bit we're sure parsons is ahead anybody sure about that i'm not uh if i had to just guess who is the most likely winner of the award right now garrett and i it's honestly because no one has yet built a big enough lead over him which i think overcomes at the midway point that that people want him to win 
Uh, he plays on a team that is now very likely to make the postseason. That's why these Flacco wins the last couple of weeks were like enormous for his candidacy as Mitch Trubisky is like driving the Steelers playoff hopes into the cemetery. Like it's just, you know, Miles Garrett's getting Joe Flacco to lead him back from these games. That's going to matter. Even if you're like, well, that's unfair. Like TJ Watts do it a lot. No one cares. Like no one cares. Like, did you make can the I, playoffs? Yes or no? Who has a better record? Can I ask you this? Because it's just yeah. like. It's like we follow a lot of the same people on Twitter, like a lot of NFL writers, people in the NFL media. I know people that vote on these awards. Doesn't it feel like you said you feel like Garrett's ahead? I agree. I guess my question to you would be I and you pay closer attention to the stuff that makes you have a better answer than me. It feels to me like Garrett's like ahead by a good amount. Like, I I think it's funny. Curious if you agree with that. Like, how far ahead do you think he is? Because subjectively to me, it feels like he's like way ahead. Yeah. I'll go one better. And this is, this is, it's me being subjective with a subjective, what's going to end up being a subjective award anyway. Uh, it feels like everybody wants to give him the award. Not even because he's the best. Just feels like everybody wants him to get one. He hasn't gotten one yet. TJ Watt got one already. Parsons will get whatever, seven of them in the next few years. Uh, and it will be an overwhelming favorite next year in the market, even if he doesn't win again. It's just like, if they're, I guess the, the, the question I would just ask is like, if they're close at the end, now, maybe Garrett just continues to have a lack of production, like almost got Justin Fields on the ground last week. Kevin Stefanski, uh, we talked about this earlier this week, as part of his like media availability earlier in the week, gave like a two-minute answer on why Garrett should be Defensive Player of the Year, that it can't be all about sacks. Like, look at how he impacts the run game. Look at all this. I'm not going to make it. It's held on every Stefanski. play. Right. Well, you could say it about all three players, I guess. But to be fair, like, but Stefanski made that impassioned case, I think because... The, the sack production hasn't been there from Garrett, but he's still been an impactful player, and Stefanski wanted to emphasize that. So all I would say is, like, I think if it's close at the end... Now, look, if Watt has, like, 25 sacks and the other two don't do a lot the rest of the year and the Steelers go 9-8 and eight or something like that, then, like, you pro- like Watt probably wins just because he'll be... Like, you, you almost, like... He will make it impossible to make it subjective. Like it can't has to be has to be objective. Look at the numbers. Like that's what that he has the chance to do that. But he's the only one that has to do that. If it's close, the other two can just win because the Cowboys are the best team, or Garrett wins because everybody wants to give it to him. Like it won't be like people are gonna be like, well, what is like a half more sack or he has one more sack? I don't think people are gonna care. I honestly don't think they'll care. I think the perception is the Browns have like one of the best defenses. And if it's really close, I think subjectively they'll give it to Garrett, but it has to be close. And that means that he has to be kind of productive the next couple of weeks. Like he has to build some kind of statistical case. So basically it's kind of like Tyreek Hill, right? Uh, do I think he can win offensive player of the year? I don't know. You think he's going to play this weekend? How many yards do you think he's going to have? You answer those questions and you feel like you have a really good read on it, then you could probably answer who wins offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year. I don't think Miles Garrett's going to get any sacks the rest of the year. Like any. Okay. If you think he's going to get a couple, I think he's going to win. I don't know if he's going to get a couple though. <laughs> so like, I can't, I can't bet the market until I know, you know, like what's going on here. My hope is honestly, is that he would have like a mildly productive game. They beat Houston. He gets like a sack and neither of the other two guys like goes off. And we get like at least a similar market to this next week. Maybe he and Parsons flip, but you still get even. And then like, basically I want to get as close to the finish line as possible where I feel like he's got it and jam him. Like, that's what I'd like to do. And I can't do that yet. There's too many games left to do that. And, and, obviously, so one week from today, so this is not a weekend game next weekend, one week from today, Thursday night football, you want to talk about served up on a silver platter for Miles Garrett to go off. Yeah. Island game, 
New York Jets offensive line and like potentially Trevor Simeon or Zach Wilson as the quarterback in that game. One of those two guys yeah. with Miles Garrett. That's the game next fair, Thursday night. Too. This weekend too, if Stroud doesn't play in the game. But at least I mean, like the Texans are the Texans are like the Jets are like incompetent. I understand smart. what you're saying. It's not Stroud, yeah. like it's Keenum. It's like he should be able right. like to do something. But like I mean, God, man, <laughs> roll. Like the Jets, I almost right. cursed. I almost cursed. Well, to be, now. To be like, fair, we had roll it out the there for him. Well, against the Patriots, it gets whatever kicked in the head. Ain't that a kick in the head? Like, it just, I mean, really, I, you know, these things can fall apart. So, yeah, like, they're a ton of uncertainty. Uh, the best opinion I can give you, and I've always said, like, there's just, I don't know if there's a lot of money to be made in this market yet. Two things are going to end up creating a betting situation. One, Pelissero executive poll tomorrow or next week. If Garrett's way far ahead, you could probably bet this price confidently whether he does anything against Houston or not. Uh, it's like Bosa then, last year, right? If that happens right, for the people was, that are, like, unfamiliar was, with that. Right. This was the the week that we found out last year that not only was Bosa ahead of Micah Parsons, Bosa was like light years ahead of Micah Parsons. Got like every vote for defensive player of the year. And he was like minus 120 in the market to win defensive player. Like I almost had like basically couldn't lose almost at that point. Like it was very, very close to the finish line. Could he end up getting a similar set of results? If if I had to guess, like if one of the three was far ahead in that poll, who would it be? Garrett's the only answer to the question. There's no way the other two are far ahead. It's like not possible, I feel like. Um, and if it's Parsons and he's far ahead, so be it. I would never view the market that way. So it's really like, do you want to bet Garrett? Not yet. When do you want to? Executive poll combined with performance this weekend. And it's probably a next week conversation. But I, there might be a big bet looming here if the market has it close, but we find out that maybe it's not close. There's nearly like there's nothing else to do here. I'm trying to think of like what's a good no. what's a good follow up here. That's it, right? Let's do offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, we're good. That's next week, this you might better... be a great conversation next week. We're close enough, like because this is the thing. We're close enough to the finish line next week. Two games left that if we got like great polling data, you could make a bet off it and feel really good. Like that where we were entering next weekend's games is where we were going to finish. You could feel pretty good about that. Who um who would you support? They like went like head to head in like a UFC fight. Tom Pelissero or Tim Bontemps? Not like who would win. Miles Garrett. <laughs> Pelissero v Bontemps. Like who is better? Like who is more important never, for, I for placing bets? I don't even know. Uh, I don't know what their like d dimensions are. Like what are their like I've seen. No, more like who would you support? Like who would you root for? Like oh, Bontemps or Pelissero? Well, Tim like Bontemps might come on the show, so I guess it has to be Tim Bontemps, right? I'll pick Tim Bontemps for right now. I I think the I'll, I'll, I, the, it's the the person I want to survive is the person that I gain the most from selfishly. I think I gain more from Pelissero's poll than I do from Bontemps' straw polls. But the NBA is so I'm sorry, NBA is so easy to figure out MVP. It's the easiest award. Like on, it's the only thing that's easier is those baseball awards where like highest WAR wins, and yet somehow we, the market botches it every single year, and we make money on it. Uh, at like NBA MVP is so slow and easy, and NFL awards are all over the place. They're they're just frenetic. And being able to get clarity on them is extremely valuable. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Thursday. Joey Kanish joins us in 10 minutes. Football bets for the weekend, NFL and college. Uh, power hour, final hour. We'll feature all our bets for tonight. All right. Um, at Offensive Rookie of the Year is an award market that we have not talked about for several weeks here, at least in, in this in this portion of the show on Thursdays when we, when we talk about awards. And that's because C.J. Stroud has been such an overwhelming favorite that literally at BetMGM, our show sponsor, like you can't bet on this award anymore because Stroud has been such a huge favorite. Now, obviously, Stroud hasn't played 
Well, I guess like if he misses this week, he will have missed two straight games. But he missed last week's game for the Texans, and they win the game. I was not that that matters. And but just saying, they win. That one like barely and, and, counts as a game. It's knocked out of the game. Prior to getting hurt against the Jets and getting concussed in that game by Quentin Williams, uh, was not playing well in the rain without a couple of his top targets in the uh, in the passing game. And uh, per Adam Schefter's reporting earlier this week, along with ESPN reporters, um, I, DJ Benami, I think is the gentleman's name, and I feel like I I, I in my head I feel like I'm going to screw up the pronunciation name of the name, but I'm pretty sure that's awesome. who it is. It looks yes. like the it looks like the coolest name ever. I have no idea how to pronounce it. It seems like a very nice guy. It might be like. Like, my favorite clothing brand is his brand, Aimee Leon Dor, and I think it might be Aimee is his last name. I think that might be, oh, like, okay. Ben Aimee, something like that. In any event, he covers the Texans for ESPN, and him and Adam Schefter reported earlier this week that Trout's very unlikely to play. The betting market tells you that also, right? With Cleveland, like, a almost like a three-point fade. Maybe it is three at this point now. Nico Collins is expected to play this weekend for the Texans. Um, and with, kind of like, Stroud missing at least one game, maybe, maybe two, Ken, you had mentioned, um, I think it was yesterday or... Yeah, it had to have been yesterday because we were off on Tuesday. Yay us. That uh, that some people were betting Puka Nakua of the Rams to an offensive rookie of the year. So, like, I, I'm not going to give a price here because our show sponsor, BetMGM, is not offering it right now. I know that, like, Mike has found one, I guess, from one of the uh, one of the books. The one I was looking There's at is not offering MGMs. It. Maybe it's, like, Nevada or something, whatever. Great. Like, they, they have it up and nobody else does. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about, like, minus 10,000 or around there. Uh, and people, people are like, oh, it's minus 5,000. There's like almost no difference between those two prices in terms of like the implied win probability for Stroud. So in the, in the market, this is still like a zero kind of, but just to, to give you kind of like a, a, a minute here on how this might go, um, it just, we gave you like an if then on offensive player of the year. Does Tyreek play? How effective do you think he is? Uh, if you have a strong answer to that question, a confident answer to that question, you want to bet that market. Defensive player of the year, you think Garrett can put up some level of reasonable production for a couple weeks, then I think he wins, but we don't know if he's going to do that. He's playing with an injury. If then, uh, in terms of betting that market, maybe not an opportunity. This one, I think it's the same thing. Do you think he's going to come back by the end of the year, him being Stroud? If you think he misses every game the rest of the season, then this market starts to actually get pretty interesting, but he has to never play again. Because then it's like, you know, miss four and a half because he gets knocked out against the Jets. Like that starts to become a big sample. Recency bias is big in awards. But like, do either of us think he's never coming back? And I even well, mean like if a, he comes back and plays concussion. against the Colts. Right. Like yeah. it's it, like it's not like it's not like a knee injury. And like I, I, I am mean. not I'm not trying right. to minimize head injuries, obviously, but it's like we right. haven't seen that from a quarterback, like missing that much time right. from a concussion. I guess right. like Tua I mean, last year, but he was back. multiple concussions. That was yeah, multiple. Right. Like, that's not this right. right now. But on the first one, I mean, the first one he came, well, we, we know what happened with him. Uh, and then he took jujitsu classes. So, like, I, just my sense of this is we'll see Stroud. May, we probably won't see him this week, but we'll probably see him next week. And if we don't, uh, when they play Tennessee again in a rematch of the crazy game last week. And then if we don't see him, then we see him in week 18. Playing in those games and even like an average performance I think makes this a total zero still. You'd have to be confident this is like a rest of season thing. I feel like Tibet Nakua. That's just my opinion on it. On the other side, Joey Kanish, baby. Pro Sports Better joins us. Bets for the NFL and college football bowl games.